This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Eric Alper joins us now. Eric is a freelance music publicist and he's a serious XM host, a music aficionado like nobody else I know. Eric... Um, where do we put Elton John on the list? Uh, I mean, you take a look at that career. He's, he's about as good as it gets, isn't he? He's right up at the top. He has to be. He has to be up there with the greatest performers that we have ever seen in our lifetime. You know, there's not a lot of people that have sold over 250 million albums in his lifetime. There's not a lot of people that have played over 5,000 shows, you know, in, and at his age, um, he could have still gone for years and years and years and not even mentioned the fact that it was his farewell tour. He could have just toured the world as yeah. long and as much as he wanted and sold out everywhere, but this is it. And as music fans, we better get used to this because there are a lot of artists on the road right now, including Kiss and Kenny Loggins and Aerosmith and the Eagles just announced their farewell tour. We're going to lose a lot of these classic rock artists and bands over the next couple of years. But the good thing is that there's a lot that's coming up ahead that that are going to be taking their place. Okay, now here's the thing, Eric. The Eagles have had other farewell tours. I mean, this isn't their first one. Do you really think when we're talking about Elton John, this is it? He's not the kind of guy who rides off into the sunset and enjoys a quiet retirement, I don't think. Elton John, we'll still hear from him. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's said long um, around this tour that he's still going to be doing shows. He's just not going to be doing concerts. So can you expect to see him in Las Vegas, maybe doing a little bit of a residency so he gets to bring his, his husband and his children with him? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Will he still do albums in the future? For sure. But will he start to go back on the road for a three-month grueling tour yeah. where you know, you're traveling? And, and it sounds amazing, right? You get to travel, you get the planes, you get the hotel. You get the love and adoration of 50,000 people a night, but it takes its toll, not only physically, but mentally. And so a lot of these artists are like, we have the money. We don't really need to do this. Let's just go out once more with the Eagles funny they haven't really announced when they're going to be finishing and they've done this before so maybe 2024 maybe 2025 um when you take a look at elton john and his legacy he's not done this is the thing i don't know how many people know about this like you talk about ed sheeran i think ed sheeran i heard an interview it's going back a few years so it may have changed he was paying elton john's company 20 percent of his earnings because elton was sort of the guy navigating him through the world of pop music he's involved with taylor swift he's involved with miley cyrus like this guy is as plugged into the current music scene as anybody out there there's a lot of times that whenever he visits a, a city, like a major city, he will go and take off without bodyguards and go record store shopping and spending hundreds of dollars on the latest releases, on who's hot, local international bands and artists that he's never heard of before. He's still a music fan through and through. In fact, there's a friend of mine who knows 
kind of him a little bit well. And he said that he's got a record collection that's kind of climbing around 50,000 albums in his life. But that's what he does. He makes sure that he's there for people going through mental health issues, for yeah. drug hab, for alcoholism. He is um, not only a, you know, a, a godfather to Sean Lennon and David Beckham's son, Brooklyn, um, but a lot of artists, when they get stuck in trying to navigate through the rough waters of fame and fortune, will call Elton because he's lost fame and fortune many, many times of his career, and he's been a champion not only for, for gay rights, but also just for artists trying to make a living. You, you mentioned gay rights, and Chris Martin talked about that from the stage, but you talk about HIV and what Elton John did in the, in, in the fight against AIDS. He was, pro, dare we say, he was, he was the most high-profile and the leader of, of that campaign, Eric. I mean, his impact on society goes far beyond the stage. Yeah, absolutely. He helped establish the Elton John AIDS Foundation yeah. back in 1992, and so far it's raised about $650 million since the start of it, and he was a big part of Elizabeth Taylor's Oscar party in Hollywood um, in the 1980s and 90s, and people tend to forget. I mean, you know, this is at a time when, you know, Ronald Reagan didn't mention AIDS for a number of years after that disease started ravaging um, certain major cities like New York and San Francisco. So Elton John absolutely was able to use his name as an influence in help kind of eradicate and, and raise money, not only for awareness, but for finding cause. You know, Eric, you mentioned earlier, and I think it's it's a good way to sort of wrap this up. You mentioned Kiss, you mentioned Kenny Loggins, frankly, I don't care. Uh, Eagles. What about Springsteen? Rolling Stones? Like, we're, we're coming to this period in time where some of the pioneers, some of the first acts, the huge acts in what we come to now recognize as rock and roll are getting to the end of the career. It, uh, you know, a lot of them died young, of course, but those who didn't, those who lived a full life and were involved in the industry for so long, we're coming to the end of that first wave here. It's kind of sad in a way. Yeah, and this is completely uncharted waters. You know, back when Springsteen was hitting it big in the 80s and the Stones in the 70s, they were veterans at 32. You know, when Bruce Springsteen first sold out Madison Square Garden on the Born in the USA tour, he was 31 years old. That was a veteran. <laughs> so nobody thought that anybody would be around for 70, 80, you know, and still touring, except if you were B.B. King or some of these blues artists. Yeah. Now a yeah. lot of these artists, they're well-established. They have more money than they know what to do with. And, you know, it's time to kind of lock it in. But Springsteen, he can go on. As long as he's got the E Street Band with the Rolling Stones, it really just comes down to Mick and Keith. If they want to go out on the road, as long as one of them is still around, they'll all still around. And and the good thing is, you know, you're talking about Stones, you're talking about Springsteen, you're talking about Elton. They're still doing it. You look at some of them, like Axl Rose, who I love. You're looking at David yeah. Lee Roth, who I love even more. Should have hung it up a long time ago, but those who can... Go for it. Keep going, guys. Why not? Yeah, and especially when, you know, you think of artists like the Foo Fighters, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Pearl Jam, Radiohead, Green Day, all those bands started in the 90s. They've all been around now for 30 years. Jeez. Coldplay, you mentioned Coldplay in <laughs> yeah. the beginning of it. Those are going to be the next classic rockers that we're going to be watching for the next now, a couple of decades for sure. Well, now we all feel old. Eric, thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you being here, buddy. Doing my part. <laughs> okay. Talk to you later.